Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the Urban Sports Scene, and we are also part of Amphire Media at AmphireMedia.com. I'm Wole, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ray Jeezy. What's going on, Ray? Hey, it's been a while, bro. What's going it's, on? It's basically like Happy New Year on the show, right? For us two. For the show. No for the doubt. show. But you don't know I mean for the show. I mean, we said our happy 24s. Nah, and, 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 and the homie Lou already checked in. Light-skinned brothers hold down each other all the time. I know, man. My <laughs> man, Lou. <laughs> What's up, my dude, Lou? Yeah, like What's y'all, good, yeah. Lou. Lou's just family. Don't y'all just put that on light skinned brothers. Lou's just family. Oh yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Sport, sport fit. It's it's a brotherhood. But I'm just saying, it the, the the lack of melanin makes a difference for us, bro. It does. And you, you should, see Mahomes back in the Super Bowl, bro. Did, I, I need you to watch the pivot with Michael Porter Jr. and how him and Shannon Crowder were going at it about light-skinned dudes. Like, not going at it. They were in a brotherhood with light-skinned dudes. That thing was hilarious. Hey, I, I need you to check it out. Check it out. How, how you, you going to reference another podcast, though? See, okay, hey, bro. Dude, that thing is hey, funny. Dude, I don't care. Up, man. I'm going to be a free agent soon, bro. He, hey. You see my man? He watching another podcast. <laughs> how you going to do that? Dude, I give love to everybody, bro. I share I share love. I don't, I'm not into that whole thing. I mean, if something's good, <laughs> something's good, bro. You know, Lou saw that oh, joint. And Lou said he saw it. Come on. Exactly. Come on, that joint. Hey, Lou, that thing hilarious, man. How, dog, right? You guys see it. That was a light skin showcase at its finest for y'all, man. It shows you how, like y'all. Oh y'all yeah, we, we we winning all day long. I know. I ain't say you winning. I ain't saying all that. Like I ain't saying that. I'm just saying that that was some light skin stuff. That's all I'm saying. I ain't. Hey, do, do your thing, brother. Y'all got a new coach. Y'all, y'all, y'all fans <laughs> out here. All right, go ahead, man. Anyway, I'm gonna get to the particulars. We mentioned we're gonna talk about Amphire Media. Amphire Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kine Report, hosted by ESPN, Washington Commanders Insider John Kine. And Jones Football, hosted hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and, and iHeartRadio. Just search the Urban. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> That's right. We Go ahead, Joe. Hey, no doubt. And, and, and before I move on, John Com has been on this coach hiring for the Washington yeah, Commanders. He's, he's had some great information. Go check him out. He's part of the Empire family. That's a brotherhood as well. Make sure you subscribe to Urban Sports and YouTube channel while you're here. Hit that like button. Also, check us out on X at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page, my guy. And also join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. All right, man, let's get into our tradition, the pregame. Here's what we have on tap. Uh, Founder of Seawall Sports and Entertainment and Bowie TV president slash Commanders reporter Candy Waller will join us to talk about the Commanders hiring Dan Quinn as their head coach. Then finally, founder of Double Take Sports and Bowie TV, uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, reporter Karita Parks will join us to talk about the Ravens falling short of reaching the Super Bowl. This is like a Bowie State. I mean, not Bowie State. Bowie TV (laughs) Sports. I said Bowie State. Bowie TV Sports. Um. Show right. This is what it is. It's like a theme. We have that theme going on. We repping Bowie TV. Right yeah, we being bougie today because we know Bowie is the one bougie spot that's left. In <laughs> you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Marlboro. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a about to say because Upper Marlboro been holding it down for bougieness for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like now, and, and, and Candy's getting love already. Hey, Dujane, what's good? Dujane, I tuned in with you on late early. By the way, you called me well late, but it's okay because I saw. I, it was the Urban Sports Scene account that I was on, so I was like, I, I love it. I like it, you still winning, like I said, man. Oh, man. Anyway, man, right now we have founder of Seawall 
sports and entertainment and Bowie TV president slash commander supporter Candy Waller on the show. What is going on, Candy? Hey, y'all. How's everybody How doing? We good, man. This is, this is an eventful day. Like the, the streets are popping. The streets popping. Everybody talking about the commanders coaching. They trying to figure out, figure out what's going on. So yeah, we here. We here, <laughs> man. Hey, Bowie's still bougie. <laughs> Hey, I hey, know that's right. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I mean, hey, rich folks are in booing. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Rich hey, hey, like, hey, better. You, you be on there over there going to Smokey Bones, so you know all about. Oh, I love Smokey Bones, bro. That's my spot. I love Smokey Bones. Their service is trash, though. <laughs> Sir, it's trash. There goes our endorsement deal. I, hey, sorry. I can't hold that one. That that day service is off the hey, chart. Hey, Candy, you see my man Dujanae said, what's up, fam? Hey, Dujanae, what's going on? Look, man, you can't have me on the show and lie. I can't lie. You told you mentioned spoken. Y'all are so funny. Tell you. Hey, let, let's get to it, Candy, because you like the real insider. You 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 trending, uh, Candy, on, oh, on X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you all said it, then that I'm going to take that as a compliment. That's That's legit. Out here, they see you. look. Oh, look at my man. Look, Kevin, man, Smokey Bones. <laughs> yeah, they, they wings is dope. I ain't gonna hold you, but the service is trash. <laughs> the wings are dope. Okay, there you are. There candy, you are out. The folks out here, they see you, Candy. I told you, Candy, Candy look, is trending. Man, candy, you trending. For, yo, it's going crazy. Hold on. Hank, damn! Uh -oh. <laughs> Even the Cowboys fan, Lou said he got a lot to say about these commanders. They're not my commanders, Lou. They won't ask commanders. So uh, we about to jump in though because it's a mixed opinion, Candy. Some people think this was the last option. Others think that it was a thorough, well thought out plan by your new owner, Josh Harris. So go ahead, Candy, jump in. You know, I'm 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 going to tell you all. Hey, mom, we got to say hello to Mama Waller. Got to, got to before <laughs> you start the show. Got to. <laughs> um. So, okay, everybody knows I I'm going to keep it authentic. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be transparent. Um. <laughs> you know, I'm going to we we you know I got to get all of my data. Got to get all my facts. Mm -hmm. But here's where I want to start. I asked a question at the end of the Commanders regular season that was around. Will the trust the process approach work in this space? Mm -hmm. Right. Trusting the process in the NBA, in the NHL space still hasn't got you any championships, mm -hmm. but it has gotten you in competitive status in the playoffs, which is fine. Yeah. But does it really work in an, in an NFL that thrives off of results based, immediate, action yeah right mm -hmm. my challenge and i was and, and i was kind of shocked right rapid mm -hmm. but thorough with adam peters i said okay mm -hmm. they pulled together an advisory team all right yeah you didn't have to pull together an advisory team to hire dan quinn mm -hmm. okay. um that's not right yeah, that's I mean that's just true. Like, you already know what he has. You know what you know what he is. Yeah. This this becomes a did trust in the process not work because you were against the clock uh -huh. in a league that operates very quickly. Yeah. If you had somebody you wanted, you should have locked them in uh -huh. before they left your building. True. That's True. straight up. Straight if, facts. That, if, if that was if, if okay. Facts. Facts. So if you spent a lot of time with Anthony Weaver on Monday and it was publicly reported that they spent hours with him on Monday, uh -huh. right? You let Mike McDonald walk out of your building on Monday. Uh -huh. You still schedule interviews. You still are, you schedule interviews for Tuesday last week, uh -huh. right? The Ravens lose. You scheduled them for Monday, right? Get mm -hmm. those two out of the way. What's publicly reported is that you spent hours with the, with one of them, right? Then you still travel to Detroit. You find out midair, one of your Detroit people say, I'm staying in Detroit. You still go ahead and interview the other one. Mm -hmm. You interviewed Dan Quinn earlier that morning before you even left for Detroit. I'm going to go back to the point of if you knew who your person was, you don't let them leave your building. Mm -hmm. You can cancel your other, but you can cancel those, right? Yeah. It has now been public, publicly reported that they did, in fact, contact Bill Belichick. Mm. I ain't mad at that. Go ahead. 
putting all the <laughs> right <I ain't> mad either <laughs> did you really know who you wanted mm. candy you are you taking the commanders at face value are you I'm taking them at face value? I, I'm taking it. I'm taking it at face value based on the timing. Uh -huh. Because this would lead me to believe this is pure speculation based on yeah. timing. Yeah. Is you didn't really know where you wanted to go. Uh -huh. And you now are up against the clock. What you gonna do? This senior uh -huh. bowl. And none and none of the coaches. Because then none of the coaches are at senior bowl week because you don't have a head coach. Yeah. You just got scouts there. So I'm now like, okay, trusting the process might not work so well for you in this regard. Because if you knew who you wanted, you'd have just got them and you would have moved on. Mm. So perhaps there wasn't, because it was also publicly reported that there were some decision makers that were advocates for Bill Belichick. Okay. Yeah, so but not mm -hmm. all. So yeah. then that means we have now potentially seen a situation where not everybody was on accord on who was going in which way. Uh -huh. You have to make a decision and based on the pool, based on what you have, if you are looking for somebody, this is also something that did come to me. They were looking for somebody who had head coaching experience. And my caveat and my rebuttal to that was, okay, well, if yeah. that was the case, then you should have knocked out half of your list. Mm. And that goes back to my very first point is you didn't need an advisory council to get that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If we're already yeah. building on you want somebody with head coaching experience, okay, well then that knocks out the majority of your listening. I'm not saying can, 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 I know wow. I've been like, I don't I, I that was not an advocate for Dan Quinn. But one of the things that I also said was hey, it's still a no for me. I don't care what the survey says, but it's great feedback on it. Yeah, yeah. It's very positive feedback on Dan Quinn. Let me be clear. That may have been my opinion, and it and it still is. Yeah. But there's a ton of great feedback on him. And you all spoke of John Kime, our, our lovely and, and amazing uh, Commander's media colleague. You just as dope. You just as dope. You just as dope. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. You just as dope. Thank you keep that above. All right. Thank Go you. Go ahead. Continue, Continue, though. Continue, though. He, but he posted the NFLPA survey from this year where players rated, all, you know, coordinators. Mm -hmm. And Dan Quinn was three out of defensive yeah. coordinators. Yeah. So I'm going to always, you all know, to, to the point of keeping it a buck, uh -huh. I'm going to give you my opinion, but I'm also be fair and objective. Right? Uh -huh. um, no, not my one, two, three, four, or five pick. And it might have been not their one, two, three, four, or five pick either. Mm. But here we are. Someone read this. Access comments. There's some good comments out here for real. Uh, was that too much? Was that too no, much? no, no, no? You were good. No, you were real I know, good. No, that's amazing. I mean, folks, folks in the comments love you right now. Yeah, they and are. The interesting part about it is that's why I asked you. Did you take with face value? Because I feel like, in a way, as much as Harris has his great reputation, I feel like he's trying to separate himself from Dan. Let's put together a search committee, <laughs> and yeah. and that will appease the fans. Like we got professional folks in the building now. We have a good structured front office. But you like. Why you need to assert? Why you need a search committee why, for why this? You, why you need a whole search committee for this? You already knew what you wanted. I mean, mm. it, it's really simple. You either you. I mean, and, and I get, I get it to a degree. But my point is the timing, and this goes back to trust the process approach. What you thought somebody was gonna wait for you? Mm. Not around waiting on the call. You know, they're not gonna wait on your call. Evidently, yeah. right? But for you to jump. And interview the Ravens coaches, still keep with the Detroit Lions Something interview. Like you still continue to interview. You went through all of them. And hey, perhaps you were just kind of like, we just gonna go, you know, we good with whatever uh -huh. or whoever that could have had that approach as well. We good with whoever. And so whatever we get, we get. But that's kind of like throwing up, you know, a deck of cards and being like, well, whichever one fall right here, I'm just gonna pick yeah. it up and roll with it, which is troubling as well because you didn't need a committee to do that. Uh. You don't need a committee to do that. Now, what also makes me wonder is, was it too many mm. people on the committee? True. So it's, it's wild. It's it's a, it's a it's a wild situation. So for for me, I'm with yeah. you. Like he wasn't my like my top. Like I had other dudes right. that's my top. Like I had Bobby Slowick. I had uh McDonald. I had McDonald. Right. Um, those are like my two. Um, really, mm -hmm. 
my thing with like Dan Quinn, I I like the Dan Quinn hire. I'm not gonna, I'm not against it. Um, mm-hmm. it's with a I, to me, it's all about his offense, the staff he he brings in offensively because Ray can talk about him too because Ray was Ray was an Atlanta Falcons fan. Ray is an Atlanta Falcons fan, and Ray had Dan Quinn over there in Atlanta. And one thing I like about Dan Quinn, and he built the Legion of Boom. Like he is one of the the architects of the Legion of Boom, and he gave he had a, a good defense there in Atlanta too with some of the guys they drafted. Um, and they went to a Super Bowl. So there are good things that I like about Dan Quinn that matches up to mm-hmm. what we need. And I feel like what this team needs on the defensive side of football. But again, they need to bring in a staff. It's not about, to me, if you're saying fix the defense, I think Dan Quinn can fix the defense. I, I'm a believer in that. But the most yeah. important thing, and it's like like my man Paul said, the most important thing is the staff. Like mm-hmm. you need to bring a guy in with, with, with who knows offense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There are guys out there that rumor like, uh, Clint Kubiak, who is uh, Gary Kubiak's uh, right. son, who everybody knows about Kubiak. He's the one that pretty much taught um, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle. Like Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan was in Houston. He's the one who taught Kyle Shanahan. And Clint Kubiak is under Kyle Shanahan right now. So if that's a guy that I've heard rumored to be on this staff. If you can get a guy like that compared with his defensive knowledge, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's actually it's not what fans wanted, but it's what they need. You know what I'm saying? Because I. Yeah. I, I feel like what he brings to the table, like folks have said, oh, Emmanuel Forbes is a bum. He's a bust. He, to me, instantly is going to improve Emmanuel Forbes. Mm-hmm. He's going to instantly improve a guy like Jamin Davis. Like, because he's going to have them play a certain, an aggressive style. Mm-hmm. We watched the Dallas Cowboys defense. And there's some guys out there that on other teams, we would be like, nah, but they playing their butts off with Dallas. They've been effective. So, to me, I know fa- he ain't the sexy pick. But when you break down mm-hmm. him as for that unit, that defensive unit, I think it works. The most important thing, though, is for him mm-hmm. to build that offense, get an offensive stack. Right. I think defensively, he's going to be fine. If he can bring in Al Harris with him, um, he's already brought wit. He's going to work the defensive passing game. But if he right. can bring in Al Harris with him, I think it works. But again, it works only if he brings in good offensive guys. If he brings yeah. in, I heard there's a rumor. I saw it on my phone. There's a rumor about bringing Chip Kelly. He bringing the Chip Kelly. That's wrong. That's all. Then he's already messing up, in my opinion. Yeah. So it's all about who he who he brings in on the offensive side of the football. This will be interesting. I mean, it's definitely not. I mean, I you know we had our list. Bowie TV had our list. We had um we had Mike McDonald first. We had Frank Smith. I think was second. Um and then we had um Ben Johnson. Right. And so as as things started warming up, everybody knows my colleague, teammate Karita Parks is is, is on the ground for Bowie TV with the Ravens. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. have her on later, too. And I had to say we got the Anthony Weaver news first. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa. Oh, OK. They interview Anthony Weaver. Two? That's kind of what I said. Then it was Mike McDonald. I'm like, all right, because this was right before the, their bye week, so they could do the virtual interviews. That's when I started saying, let me pay attention to this. Yeah. And then we went back and we looked at the lines. Okay, they might be looking at Aaron Glenn as well. So we were kind of like, okay, we warm. We're warm, <laughs> you know. But maybe we're looking at the wrong people because it's not the popular names, per se. Mm-hmm. Aaron Glenn was not on our list at all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, you know, I, I I was scarred by Super Bowl 51. I didn't know you were a, a, a Falcons fan. I'm not. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell y'all that was that was that was my first Super Bowl yeah. as a fan. I did Super Bowl week as a fan. I went, I did that okay. game. Uh-huh. That was traumatic. And I'm gonna tell and I'm not a Falcons fan. Okay, uh-huh. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what to be happy or sad or cry. I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. We have to talk about, talk about that later, that whole experience. But I just feel like maybe it's me. Like maybe I'm the problem in this situation because I would look at Dan Quinn led organiz Dan Quinn led, not coordinator led. Yeah. Head coach led, and I would always say the Falcons never recovered. Yeah. They could um, never. I want to ask. Never, so they just yeah. never, I mean, it was just that devastating. Yeah, that's where I'm concerned from a head coach perspective. Yeah, I do want to ask Ray that. That's a good, I, that's a good segue. So Ray, again, I mentioned earlier, you're a Falcons fan. 
you've had you had Dan Quinn in the building, man. What are your thoughts, man? What are your thoughts when he was there, and what were your thoughts after and when he went to Dallas, and his your thoughts about him now? I really believe that Dan Quinn, while it, you, I agree with Kenny, you didn't need a search party to find him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's not his fault what the organization's process was in, in, yeah. in, in this coaching search. However, mm-hmm. in terms of gathering the locker room and having the players all on the same page, I think he's the perfect guy. If you looked at him in Atlanta, Todd Gurley wasn't in Atlanta for a long time. Todd Gurley was somebody who – was he was your fantasy running back? Well, like, he was he was that dude, and uh, and and unfortunately, him coming to Atlanta, he was on the decline, he was on mm-hmm, the, sure. the downside. Dan Quinn gave him a shot, and he loved Dan Quinn. Matt Ryan loved Dan Quinn. Deion Jones is a linebacker who many thought wasn't going to be that good in the league. Dan Quinn made him a pro bowler. Yeah, many think yeah. that Jamin Davis can have that same result under a Dan Quinn lead team. I know that Michael Parsons has a has, has a ton of talent. But he had to be put in the right position. We know coaching sure. matters, guys. This this Commanders team last season had a ton of talent, but they weren't put in the right position by a defensive coordinator, and for that reason alone, they didn't succeed. Oh, mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. But anyway, Dan Quinn is somebody who the players are going to love, and that's great for your locker room. Mm-hmm. So automatically, that's a culture shift, mm-hmm. and we know this franchise desperately needs a culture shift in many ways. So I think he's going to be a players' coach. All the players love him. Thomas Dimitrov, that that cost him his job in Atlanta. He could have mm-hmm. fired Dan Quinn in order to keep his job. But he, he went down with him, mm-hmm. went down with him because they all believed in him that much. And I believe that Michael Parsons was the one that tweeted out earlier. I think it was uh, Jahan Dawson that joked with Michael, like, you coming yeah. with us now because you said I'm going to have to go with Dan when he leaves. Yeah. So you know that the players are going to love him. If the players don't like him, then that's when you're going to start shipping guys out at this mm-hmm. point. Because then you know it's not EB. It's these guys that are currently on the roster that are struggling to, mm-hmm. to deal with guys that want to change your culture so you can be successful. So Dan Quinn's going to come and he's going to do that. And I believe he's going to make some guys better who are maybe Jags, as they say, just average guys. He's going to make them better. And I believe mm. that offensively and defensively, just off the fact that they're going to play harder, it's going to make them a better football team. I do want to read a, co- a comment before uh, we go to the next the next uh, question. Uh, Pearl um, Payne, yeah, Atlanta's defense Payne, Sports said, now, uh, now who's the perfect guy that – a uh, guy they're going to bring in to help develop Caleb, Wo- Caleb Williams or Drake May. Because if you miss out on a solid OC being the last team to, to get one, why go with a defensive minded head coach? Candy, I'm going to let you answer that. This, this, this is my whole point about trust the process, mm-hmm. right? This goes back to my point about the trust the process approach and whether or not that strategy works in this space. Mm-hmm. For those very same things, you got to hey, just like you did a rapid but thorough process with Adam Peters, you went out and got your guy. You needed to be aggressive and hot with this. You needed your you needed your staff and senior bowl. Mm. That's true. You need I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And so you need to move unless who you wanted was still playing football, which ultimately I guess they weren't. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing here? what really happened behind those scenes because you could have made this decision sooner if this was the case. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a kind of person Ray and we'll let y'all know this about me. And I saw mm-hmm. a comment that was like, they were 10 and six the, the next season. Yeah. I'm not a regular that. season champion, champion kind of girl. Yeah. That kind of stuff does not impress me. So that's nice. That's cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I always say, who do you want to be when you grow up? And then who do you want to be when you grow up? So if it what's the what's the goal? What is their metric of success? I mean, 413 ain't hard to beat, right? So are you going to be satisfied with going 500? Are you going to be satisfied with just making the playoffs? What you doing? You know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's kind of like who, who do you want to be? You know, and exactly. Well, then I'm seeing other, you know, they might be bringing more staff from the, from the Cowboys. I was like, oh, dude, God, here we go. You know, the commander's about to turn into the Cowboys now. And Don't do so, like no Turner. Don't do that no Turner stuff. Go ahead, though. You're right. Go ahead. But it's like, <laughs> it, it really, it really became. Now, again, not a bad pick. It was, it just wasn't much. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't you know what I mean? But yeah. is it going to be a better situation than what was previously? Yes, I think everybody can agree on that. Yes, yes. Um. It was just interesting how it all went down just to just for it to be dangling in the end. Candy, do you think this is worse than Jim Zorn the way this played out? 
Because remember, Jim Zorn was supposed to be. Oh, it's not that bad. That's, that, don't, don't, be, don't be dirty. That's not that bad. No, it definitely ain't that bad. It definitely ain't that bad. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm gonna get you a real thought. Bro, that ain't that bad. It ain't that hard. It ain't that bad. Ain't nothing that bad. I'm sorry. It ain't nothing that bad. But I will say that the offensive coordinator piece, I mean, the whole staff piece is 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 like, what what is happening here? Like what is going on? And, and it's the situation you are where we're really not going to know until next year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I'm at with it. Even when it comes to draft, and they always have us, you know, do draft grades, do coach grades, you know, this, that, the third. And I'm at a place where it's like, yeah, we could do it for formality because that's what we do as media folks. You know, we got to do the draft grades, but really, you really can't, you really won't know your return on the investment until you get to the end of the following year and then seeing how that moves as time goes on that you, that's all you can do mm-hmm. um it, it can't be worse yeah than what everybody watched in commander's football that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying i don't Not think that's that. yeah that's my thing it can't get any worse than what we've seen and I, to race point and I, and I think like you look at dan quinn in atlanta i think he's 40 his record as head coach is 43 and 42 uh-huh. um he's a guy like he started off. I mean, I'm giving credit for real. Like he started mm-hmm. off in Atlanta eight and eight off the rip, um, and then his like his first three years, he's pretty he's pretty efficient as a head coach, including taking yeah. his team to the Super Bowl. And then like folks have said, he's like obviously the ten and six year. Um, then they had a different offensive coordinator because Kyle wasn't there anymore, and they had uh, right. they had Stark right right. They had Stark uh, Starkasian. Starkasian. Right? Yeah, Starkasian. Stark. So. I'm like to me, like going to even a change, have, especially as good as Kyle is, going through a change, having a new OC and still be able to. Mm-hmm. I believe they, they they got upset in the game. I forgot who they lost to. No, they uh, lost to Philly in the playoffs. Yeah, Philly. Philly. Like, yeah, exactly. The year Philly went to the Super Bowl. Score maybe ten points, but Philly, they held Philly, Philly. Yeah, they held Philly down mm-hmm. that game. Yeah, that's the year Philly went to the Super Bowl. That's what year Philly won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? They so I'm just saying, like, so, like after that year, he went 79, 79, I believe, the following mm-hmm. two seasons, but. Right. He's still, in my opinion, like if you look at his body of work as a head coach, you can't, you could do much worse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, now I made the argument, I've made the argument in the past, like, I made the argument, like, why I felt like it's funny how, like, folks could kind of crap on Bill Belichick. And I'm like, I get why people don't like Bill Belichick because, like, he, like, he wants power. But I'm like, if you strip Bill Belichick away from power, like, he's still one of the best coaches of all time. Like, you take away this power and say, like, you can't pick, you can't shop for the groceries. I would rather have a Bill Belichick than a, than a Dan Quinn. Like I ain't gonna hold you. Like I would rather have a Bill Belichick than Dan Quinn. But again, well, I, mean, I see that though because of his success at the yeah. At because the he's Bill Bowl. Belichick, and and, and the reason the problem with Bill Belichick is he has power. He has too much power. He's he's like the Ron Rivera situation. He's at this point in time in his life, he shouldn't have all the power <laughs> at this point in time. But if you're telling me, can he coach <laughs> up? Can he coach up players on defense? Yeah, because yeah. the players he have on defense aren't talented. He's coached that up. He can he's able to beat a Buffalo team with limited with limited talent. He's that type of coach. But I again I I I'm not against me saying I like Bill Belichick more, like same thing like you, Candy. Me saying I like Bill Belichick more than Dan Quinn is not a knock on Dan Quinn. Cause I still think yes. I see what you can do with Dan Quinn to make this team a good team. Cause I can, can see I be it. honest. Yeah, go ahead, right. When I first saw that they hired Dan Quinn, I had a similar reaction to Candy. In addition to a thought that this new stadium better be nice and they better put the blueprints out, they better get uh-huh. these fans engaged. Because yeah, because this ain't gonna move, this fit. is not moving the needle. No, it's not sexy. Personally. I agree. Like, I agree. It's and, not and sexy. Considering that you had Bob Myers, you had all these people in the room, you yeah. took forever. I agree. Again, I think they're not being transparent, even though, according to all the folks that we trust in media, they're saying, well, they didn't panic when. Guys started dropping off. Well, I think you did. You had to, like Candy said, you got yeah. you got a time. You got a time. And remember, the, the, the timing doesn't make sense to me because if that was there the case, you would have just got if you if that was who you wanted from the jump. That I'm is not saying Dan Quinn ain't a good coach. It's you know what I mean? And I'm not saying exactly, but it's just yeah. it's just yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense to me because even it's too. I mean. I, I text Karita. We were all a little distraught about the Ravens. Like, oh my god, I can't believe they just lost this game. And then I got a text. I was like, "Oh, they they interviewing they're interviewing Weaver and McDonald tomorrow." I said, "They still in press conferences." Hold on, what? Like they already scheduled interviews with these people for Monday when they had interviews scheduled on Tuesday. 
Like, what are we doing here? And so that's why I started thinking, camp haven't proved it, whatever. Like, okay, they want one of them. Right? No, I'm, yeah. yeah hey, Taj wild, man. Taj is wild, bro. <laughs> I know, know I saw that joint. Taj is going. <laughs> I know, man. I'm saying it. Go ahead, kid. Go, Candy. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Please, I was man. just saying they they if it if if they still weren't thinking about it, if they didn't want either one of them, then why did you jump? Yeah, I'm with you. I would. Can, can we can talk about this all day? We can I'm, talk about this all day because I've I know. I, and the comments are jumping, but we about that. I know we about to have somebody else on talking about the Ravens. I'm trying yeah, to give them their fair shot. Yeah, I'm trying to give them their fair shot too. Yeah, this the is, state of Maryland. Did y'all see my post earlier? I said that the say? state of Maryland is in shambles, and this is before the Dan Quinn news was public. I was like, man, we about this is sad. I'm calling the governor. I I'm said, as well. I'm at Trinity Maryland is not in good shape. I call it buoy stay. I call it a buoy TV, a buoy TV show. So I might as well just jump her into it too. Man. See, see, see. Might as well, bro. Like real talk. Hey. Well. What are we doing here? I might as well, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I don't want to get into her time, so you can jump me out. But yeah, hey, I will, I might as well, man. before you go. Hey girl. <laughs> before you go, I want to get your thoughts real quick because I feel like they played it too cool. Like the Harborough brothers should be in Maryland, both of them. For real, for real, you should have do everything you could them do to Brian. be in Maryland. We, we, I'm we really I would love that dude to be in the building. You already know but it's they like, nah, we're going to form a search committee and we're going to sit back, we're going to evaluate, we're going to do this the right okay. way. And then you end up with Dan Quinn. And even though I, hey, 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 I'm not hating on him, uh, uh, Lou, I like Dan Quinn, but still, bro. Like, like, hey, hey, Candy's on point tonight. Pass the collection. Hey, Karita, go ahead. You can, you can bless us at the end. You know what I'm saying? Because that was, that was Help, important. help, help. I could, I don't think I helped Commanders fans. I, you, you may not be able to help Ravens fans. I won't be able to help Ravens fans. Both, both fan bases were in shambles this week. Man, I, I, I'm all right with it. I don't know. I'm all right with it. I'm like, I must be like, yo, I'm cool. I ain't gonna lie. Like, the little Ben Johnson stance was like annoying the F out of me. So I'm cool with it. I don't even give a... You about to curse again? I don't, I don't even I don't even care because the Ben Johnson stands. I was like, y'all treat this dude like he Jesus. So I'm sorry, Jesus. But he treating him like he Jesus. <laughs> I'm, just crazy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all, let right. me get back now. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, right. yeah, I heard about y'all. Let's do it. All, All right. right, see y'all. All right, see you. All right, man. Well, we took hey, everybody who spoke to me. I didn't want to cut into Candy's time. No, 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 you cool. No, you're cool. I, it was it's Bowie TV fam, so we out here. We out here. We outside. Yeah, outside. Check, we check out, out Double Take Sports too. By the way, you gotta make a plug, Karita. God, there. Get, yes, get on that website. Order her merch. Make sure you check out Double Take Sports. That is my sports media platform. We mm -hmm. also cover NFL in general, NBA specifically, the Wizards and the Mystics. So tap in over there too. Uh, all right, let me let me. Let me give her her correct introduction, Ray Jeezy. When you want, or you want to do it, right? You want to do her correct? Well, you do I mean, it, right? Right? You do the right? You do yeah, it because right. actually, you're supposed to do it, not me anyway. All right, for many commander <laughs> fans, the coach's search has been disappointing, as, as, as Candy just so eloquently put out there. For <laughs> just like that, the Ravens fans with their teams playing against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. We are now joined by the founder of Double Take Sports, Bowie TV, Baltimore Razor reporter, Karita Parks. <laughs> She's now on the show, guys. Yeah, there you go. There we, now I feel good better, right? Thank you. Good to thank have you, um, Karita, I saw you had a little troll on, on X that was saying, hey, you, aren't you a Ravens fan? Like, you sold it that well covering the team this year. You did such a great job that people thought you was a fan. Um, but how disappointed was that 17-10 loss, in, in your opinion, covering this team all season? What was the main reason that that team had that outcome? Man, it was uh, it was disappointing because an AFC hosting an AFC championship mm -hmm. in your city is not easy, and it really felt like when that game was over, it just felt like the Ravens should have won that game. The we all know defense came out a little shaky at first, mm -hmm. but they adjusted at halftime and they shut Kansas City out the second half. All the Raven, I mean, all yeah, all the Ravens needed to do was. Score at least 14 points. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem like a lot to me. But when you ask, yes, exactly, as the not bland show is saying, I was getting there. Ty Monken, he played to the strengths of Kansas City, which mm. is super odd to me, right? So I had to, I was looking at the stats because there was just like a lot of stats that stood out to me about this game in general. First of all, the Ravens are known for running the ball, they're known for being a physical football team yes they pass they, they do a lot of play action passes that some downfield passes etc 
But the run game is a big part of their game plan and has been all season each and every Sunday. But in the AFC Championship, they got away from the run game. And that hurt them as well as Lamar Jackson. He just he didn't play like Lamar, in my opinion. He didn't he wasn't scrambling as much. He was holding on to the ball for too long. I mean, there was just a array of things that was so different than what I have seen from them all season. So stat wise, the Kansas City Chiefs are 22nd versus the run. Mm. Yet we're not running a lot, but they're fourth best against the pass. So Mm. we're passing the ball more against a team that defends passing very well. That just doesn't make sense, especially when your strength is running. And then their fifth worst against design quarterback runs and scrambles. You got Lamar Jackson, who wasn't doing much of that either. Also, something that bothered me is when it came to their personnel, it just didn't feel like they were utilizing offensively because the offensive game plan is the one that I, you know, like I said, defense got it together, but offensively they just were not getting it done Odell, you have Odell Beckham Jr. You brought him in for this reason. You brought him in for a playoff run. They saved him in the first part of the season. He was hurt and he was trying to push through it. And they were like, no, we got the play. Like their goal was the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Uh That Odell, he had six targets, but a majority of those targets came late in the fourth quarter when they were trying to make, make a comeback. Zay Flowers had 115 yards total. The rest of the receivers didn't even crack 50 yards. Mm-hmm. So there was just a lot offensively that wasn't clicking. Todd Monken had been really – he had gotten really good at adjusting at halftime. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that in the AFC Championship game. Karita, um, Washington wants to establish a culture that Baltimore has. We all know that Baltimore has a great culture. And um, it's a winning culture. Even though maybe they don't win a Super Bowl every year, they're they're competing. They they compete for it. They always always compete. We all know this. So with that being said, now you have a new defensive coordinator with somebody, David Burns, asking you about um, Zach Orr. What do you think about that? And then Mike McDonald exiting. What's your thoughts on it? Is this team going to miss a beat considering the culture that's, that's been created by many great people, including Harbaugh, including Ozzie Newsom, and others who have just had a hand in this over the course of the last two decades. You know, it's interesting because I, you know, when I think about it, that is the reason why I feel like they'll definitely still be able to bounce back because throughout the years, they've had turnover, they've had change, coaching changes, front office changing changes. But one thing that has remained the same is the culture that they have there. And so even with those changes, even though they've still been competitive in the times where they weren't as competitive, it's because Lamar Jackson was hurt. But even with not having the personnel that they had this particular season, they were still able to compete. So that does make me feel like they'll be able to compete next season. I still have to see, I still have to see what they do in free agency and draft. I think that's definitely going to be pivotal because they have over 20 free agents. So this is going to be an extremely different looking team next season. But I still think that they'll remain competitive because that's just the culture that has been built around that facility. I do like what's up. I I, I want I do want to mention what uh barbershop sports talk podcast because I would they signed when they signed Dalvin Cook, I thought he was gonna probably get a bunch of carries. Um what was up with that? Why wasn't he why wasn't he showcased? Is he like done or why wasn't he showcased? I don't know, I don't have an answer for that because mm-hmm. that was my impression as well, especially the timing. Yeah, exactly. You, you signed him, it worked out where you were able to sign him to the practice squad right before the playoff before the divisional round he got some carries in the divisional round and i was like okay they're gonna amp that up in the afc championship game and they didn't and that's my other thing when you were when they were trying to get the run game going and it just wasn't working out why not throw dalvin cook in there and see what he can do Mm. there was just not a lot of adjustments on the offense and it's kind of sad especially because of all the weapons that they had Finding Dalvin Cook and just all of that. Real quick, Karita, I want to say this. Was 
it a slap in the face to Justice Hill when you signed Dalvin Cook? Like, hold up. I've been holding you down all season. Out the backfield, in the passing game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dalvin Cook, definitely, you can add him to you. He wanted to try to win a championship. That was the whole point of him choosing the Ravens and them having mutual interest. But I felt like Justice Hill was formidable. I think Lamar missed him a few times in that game. Um, just give me real quick what your thoughts on that. Well, that crossed my mind, not just for Justice Hill, but Gus Edwards. Both of them yeah. have been holding the yeah, team sure. down yeah. all season. So it crossed my mind. Uh, Harbaugh said that they brought in Dalvin Cook for insurance. And mm-hmm. the way that he utilized Dalvin Cook in the divisional round, I felt like it. he, he leaned on Justice Hill and Gus Edwards for the majority of the game. So I was like, okay, I like that because he's not moving away from what's been working all season. Um, but I will say in the little, cause they only used in one game, <laughs> but what I will say is based on using him in that one game, I don't, I could definitely see how the signing would make them feel that way, but the way he was used, I think show Harbaugh showed that he was so dedicated to Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. Burgundy and go for life. Hang around for me, bro. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm going to get to those comments that you made about culture <laughs> because it's, you're not wrong. I wonder how old you are. Don't put it out. Don't put it out there. But <laughs> you remember, you remember the, the Washington from, from yesteryear, like I do when I was growing hey, up. So, so, so Taj, I, I, I like what you're saying, bro. I do agree with something to Taj put out there, though. Uh, I do like this one. So it's for creative. So I find, I find it interesting that Weaver wasn't promoted to DC. Your thoughts. Mm. So I, just my understanding is that with Zach Orr, he's he's a young defensive mind. Um, he's risen quite a bit throughout the um, throughout his time with the Ravens. And so it was funny because a lot I you know I was one of those people who was like, well maybe they'll promote Anthony Weaver, but uh-huh. Zach Orr's name had already had always been in the mix. So I think that they just wanted to go the route of a young new mind they say he's a former player that's the first former player that they've hired uh-huh. he was the inside linebacker coach so and he had that's patrick queen and roquan smith who were playing like some dogs like yes. anybody on that defense was dogs it was them so that is uh-huh. you know who what he was responsible for so i just think that they were looking for something different quite frankly uh-huh. they were really excited about him and i do think it has to do with like just Youth, and if you see them, they have some behind the scenes um, footage that they. I am curious where Weaver is going though, because yeah, I'm about to say yeah. Side note, but but anyway, um, yeah, Zach Orr was a name that was are always in the mix. So he's always been like highly talented, even within within. Yes, within and, and he's worked okay. his way up. Okay. Within that organization, so yes. I want to so, merge this plane. I want to merge the, these topics real quick if we can with Karita and, and kind of land a plane too. Because Karita, in this area, I saw a whole lot of Ravens coverage. Uh, Me too. It's wild. As, as, as that AFC Championship game got closer and closer. And I'm like, the commanders are starting to lose some, some luster around here. And they're going to be very careful. Um, no, we, we're talking about comparing cultures and all. Um, what is your take on how Commander Nation sort of jumped on the Ravens bandwagon in ways? Not all. Don't don't jump on me. It wasn't that thorough. You know that. It wasn't that thorough. Now you're going ham. You're going ham now. Like it wasn't that bad. It was more local. Maybe, maybe I should rephrase. But yeah, it was it's more local media, coverage. It was, it was like the little local coverage folks doing that joint. But go okay, ahead. that that's 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 enough though. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't fan fans. How many media folks did you see, Karita, in that in that press room? Oh. I was, listen, I'm going to keep it all the way real. As someone who has been there all season. The local folks. Who is who is running back and forth week in and week out to cover these games. And then suddenly I see I see some of the commanders media that you see. Told you, commanders media. So I said I'm keeping it real, not the fans. Up media, and suddenly everybody wants to apply for credentials and. Ray, you know this, you know, Ray. You know the story, Ray. I'm just keeping it real. Because, and this is not just for me, this is for all of the Ravens media. We worked mm-hmm. hard all season long. And it was a long season. When you go to the AFC Championship, it's a long season. And we've been working hard. And then some people just pop on up, like, <laughs> pop all up in there. 
No, well, with you, Ray Ray, it sounds like you and Howard with Howard last year. <laughs> we didn't, we, we hey, hey, look, now they go. Now they go. Now they go. Right now they go. But I don't. I could be completely wrong. Uh-huh. But I don't see the Ravens media hopping over like when the because we no, know they'll do that. the no, Commanders do are that. gonna you know they'll they'll bounce back at some point. I don't think we'll see the same thing. Nah, they won't. They didn't do that when they to the playoffs. They they don't do this stuff like that. The Ravens don't do this stuff like that. So I think it's because a lot of local media is not originally from here or under thirty. Good point. Nice. Yeah. The ones I saw weren't under thirty. They were. They were. They were older. Not the ones. The ones that hopped. That no. The ones I saw was not over thirty. Okay. Oh, hey, over, Kareem, play under, hypothetical okay. with me. Play hypothetical with me real quick. I don't want to be a broken record because this can't happen. Hey, now, and I understand that. But can you imagine if Washington does everything they can? They hire John, uh, Jim. You got both Harbaugh brothers. The buzz that would have created amongst the media, amongst the fans, it would have been so oh, dope. Yeah. They that dropped the ball. You saw that crowd? Jim ain't coming here. It Jim wasn't just, coming. And I, I'm, Jim okay. was not coming here. Go ahead, Dover. Go ahead. I don't think he was coming here, but it definitely would have been big. You know, the it Battle of the Beltway would have. And then, well, they played the Chargers next season, but. If they played, but the commanders they also played the commanders next season, so yeah. that game would have been crazy. If Dan it was- Quinn give versus I respect Jim for giving John his space. Yeah. His space, man. He <laughs> wasn't coming here, man. He, he liked it. He liked LA. That boy, liked I, LA. I get it. I get that. That's why I said it wasn't going to happen. But um, it, it, again, you got you got to make an offer. You got at least the Falcon. My Falcon interviewed him anyway twice. By the they way, they was going to try because he didn't want to come here, bro. He didn't want to come here. Yeah, all right. Like, like a lot. And he, of want, and he want more control. I will, say control this, this, I will say this. I think <laughs> it kind of it shows that even though the Commanders have, I know we're talking Ravens, but even though the Commanders have new leadership, this is my PR size. Talk. Go for it. Go for it. Go ahead. It's going to take time, of course, for yeah. them for people to trust them as an organization and as a franchise. So even though there's a new leadership group, they're still going to have to show. They're and it's not even about winning. I, it is about winning, but I just mean, but they're still going to have to show that they're a tr- that they make they can be trusted that they can be trusted, trusted, etc. So yeah, no, I'm with I got that. one more question. That happens, I don't think it'll be a highly coveted job until that happens. Karita, my last question to you is this. Can you feel the difference covering the Ravens, the culture difference? Can you, like, feel it? Can you feel, like, the winning difference? Because, like, you and I, you cover the Wizards. You know what losing looks like. And you also, you cover, you cover the Commanders. And when we covered the Mystics together, you felt the difference. Winning just feels different. Tell me how, tell me how it feels. What's wrong with you, dude? Like, what's wrong with you? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, I mean, I don't. It's a. I will say at the end of the day, they're, they're two. The organizations are just ran, and they do have just different cultures. Um, I mean, even if the, and I think it starts from the top. Mm. It starts from the top. It's like the front office, everyone that they put in place down. You know, every facet of that organization, they all are bought into what the Ravens are trying to do and the standard that they set for themselves. Mm. I I do have one question. I mean, this is pretty much like, obviously, I mean, going back into the the Ravens and the tough, you know, the tough game they had against the the Chiefs, but still, like, they've built something here. Ray has talked about it. We've talked about this a number of times on this podcast, even though we don't talk about the Ravens often, but we do talk about the culture and how it's a winning culture but knowing like anything when you have a, a loss like that a game that you, you know the expectations was this team to go for this team to go to the super bowl um and they didn't have their best game um do you feel like next season they're able to bounce back especially if a player like like zay flowers who a lot of the fan base is kind of like hey you cost us this you cost us the reason why we didn't make it to the we're not making it to the super bowl or, or things like right, that fumble yeah, they, a lot of, and even it's taunting. A lot of people are like I've seen this on social media. Like folks are kind of going and say, um, "Are they still in prime in prime shape to kind of give back and you know maybe avenge what happened last happened this season?" I feel like they definitely can bounce back next season. But as I said earlier, getting to the AFC Championship it, it's tough, and next season. Yeah. You might have a healthy Joe Burrow. You might have a healthy Deshaun Watson, which you did not have this year. 
Um, who knows what the Steelers are going to look like? It could just all, everything could just be different in the division. And that plays into it as well. Quite frankly, I felt like this roster this year was built to win it all. Mm. <laughs> right? We'll see who they can retain. We'll see who they get in the draft and free agency. I think they'll still have a winning culture. I still think that they will win. Um, I even think that they have the ability to go to the playoffs. It's just, can they make it back to the AFC championship? And I don't think that that's a matter of the team won't be equipped. Mm-hmm. But like I said, every season in the NFL is different. Facts. So we had some, we had a poll about that same question. Um, 60% said no. In terms of bouncing back, 40% said yes, they'll bounce back. I'm with you, Kareem. I, I, I think it's hard. To, to me, it's hard to get to the Super Bowl. It's hard, it's hard to get to the AFC Championship game, like you said. Yeah. But I still – I think to next year there'll be a playoff team. I think it's all – I think it's all predicated also on who they bring back. You know, they're going to lose like, – like, not going to lose, but practice. I mean, Queen they're is a free agent. a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, Queen's a free agent, and they. Need, I feel like he's a must resign. 20, they have over yeah. 20 agents. Patrick yeah, yeah. Green. You know, Stone, who was leading. Clowny, too, right? Clowny. Clowny, Van Noy, Nelson Aguilar, OBJ. I mean, they signed a lot of guys to one year. And then plus the guys who were just going to be free agents. OBJ coming back. His daddy messing him up. His daddy coming back. That's a fake. That's a fake. That's fake. That's fake account. Thank you, because I didn't pay attention. I was like. like, This cannot be his father. That's not that? Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I saw saw one that was more in line. (laughs) Okay, cool. Thank you. I was like, thank you. I saw a glance. I was like, his daddy talking again? (laughs) I don't think a lot of people realize that. So, Thank you. Thank you. I was about to say, his daddy out here. His daddy stay outside. I'm just glad you joined us, Karita, because you witnessed Mahomes beat Lamar in the cold. Light skin still wins. Wole, I'm sorry. I just had to reference. No, we're back in light skin style. It, it circles back. Kansas City didn't win that game. The Ravens lost it. They beat so them. a dark skin dude lost. So actually, a dark skin dude lost the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. But you know what though? Elias didn't win. They created like a blueprint. You mentioned Zay Flowers though. I feel like Zay, Lamar, all of them. I mean, I think that this is gonna sting. I think they'll be even better next year. And unfortunately, Zay had to learn a hard lesson. Like you can't taunt in a championship. You can't taunt period, especially in a championship game. And he didn't do that all year. He he was not penalized. Yeah, about to say. Yeah. This year for like taunting or anything like that. But so. Anyway, I think it's a hard lesson to learn, but I think it will make them better. But we just got to see what pieces they have around them next year because it's going to be different. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it'll be cool. I think Zay will learn from it. He's a talented dude, so he's a talented, talented young dude. Oh, yeah, so sure. He'll learn from it. And Lamar, I mean, Lamar's one of my favorite quarterbacks. I think Lamar is just one of – just one just, he's just like a, just a good dude from a distance. He seems like – He, he, just, he like, is. I, I, I was like, he, he really – comes across like his mom raised a really good young yeah, man. Yeah, facts. I totally agree. All right, well, Karina, before we let you go, man, how can folks catch your content and also catch, follow you on social media? Yes, make sure you follow me on social media at Karita C. Parks. You can also follow Double Tate Sports, which, once again, if you missed the beginning, is my sports media platform. That's yeah. at DBL Take Sports on all social media platforms. Also, it's www dbltakesports.com you want to go there to read some articles and see what's happening and let's see this is football but also i'll plug my wizards wizards yeah. articles are on there as well i also still write for si.com inside the wizards awesome. so yeah you plug it out well well karita thanks for being on um thanks for having me and look, go 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 ravens um <laughs> Commander fans are fighting. Well, until y'all feel good about the commanders. This is oh, I mean, I'm cool. I mean, look, I'm not one of them folks. I don't go. I, I chill the Baltimore, so be more cool with me. I guess, um, we're, so, just, I guess we're just as bad, huh? <laughs> what? Who <laughs> rate us? <laughs> nah, it's all good. Listen, he does chill in Baltimore. I chill in Baltimore, man. I'm, 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 I'm for the people, man. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? I don't discriminate. I'm for the people. So, uh, big ups to you, though. Big ups to, big ups to your coverage, though. Big up to your work. Keep Thank it going. Keep you so it going. Oh, uh, yeah, you can catch me at Super Bowl. 
If you yeah. follow me at Karina C Parts on Twitter to see all my Super Bowl coverage, I'll, yeah, I'll be, be fried. Here. I'll be fried. I don't even know. Go ahead though. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Taj, man. Taj always keep it a buck, man. I love. He said, Fl- "Oh, Flock is near the capital anyway." Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey true. y'all y'all disrespectful out there tonight bro i love it i'm here for it oh, it's your balance. i love it all right well thank you karita you, you t- <laughs> all right take it easy all right stay blessed Later. all right yeah man today's today's been popping man jesus christ a lot there's a lot going on man go commanders man and, and, and the, in the chat i know we couldn't get to everything yeah we One couldn't start my man lou and lou and kiki they always at the very end of their show they go through the chat and they see what they didn't address what they missed they yeah. may give folks shout outs so uh, we'll do that. Go, go for it. We're gonna do a separate draft show. Do it. Go ahead. Shoot, shoot, shoot them out, right? Shout, shout them out, man. Go for it. That's a oh, lot. Yeah, though. yeah. Because you don't feel like doing it, but it's all good. I don't. Um, right. Go for it. <laughs> hey, shout out to Taj, my man. Of course, George, Chris was yeah. just checking in. Burgundy, go for life. You remember back in the day yeah. when the when the Washington Redskins had that culture, and I, I love it yeah. because I've referenced many times on this show the Barry Sanders documentary when he said Washington was a classic league. Oh man, time. it was it, man. It was. It and was it, and man. I'm looking like, dang, man, how far they falling. Mm-hmm. So you bringing that back up and talking about how Baltimore took that blueprint and they're succeeding with it. Oh man, you true. Said, you true. said that true. Now true. the commanders need to get back to the Redskins way, and I love that, bro. I appreciate you. That means they got to draft the office alignment and go ahead, though. Sorry, Paul six fifty. Shout out to him, my man, Paul. Of course, Taj Wilson. If I ain't always, shout, I, I shout yeah, out. Yeah, Taj, Taj is yeah, Taj, Taj is dope, man. He's always dope, man. Taj. Uh, Dujane, Dujane came through. Dujane plugged us at the end of his show earlier yeah. because he had like kind of breaking news show. On yeah. the Nassau Bland show, check him out on um Sports Journey. He had Lake mm. Lewis on with him. Lake mm. Lewis, of course, a friend of the show. Uh, of course, Light Skin Lou, Justin Lowe. Who else am I missing? Nervous Sports team made some comments. More as well. Lake Bobby Shop Sports yeah. Talk Podcast. I was laughing uh, at comments, though. I was laughing. That's David why. Burns. Hey, so many folks checked in tonight, man. We appreciate you. And it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a long season. Stay with us because DQ, the era is started now. I, I personally like him. I we like just DQ. We all man. agree that I the like whole DQ. search wasn't necessary to hire yeah. DQ, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It doesn't. I mean, it, I mean, Steve we can Fox, be critical. Steve Fox is dope. That, yeah, that, that's what that's that's your man. Yeah, yeah. Eric Jessup. Did I miss anybody? I think I got everybody. I think you got everybody. And of course, thanks Candy and Karita for joining us. Yeah, exactly. As well, man. And friends I mean, and family to show. And also, like, uh, well, let's see how easy it is to know how we we won here. Two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I know how we won here, man. You know what I'm saying? I know how he won here. It's all about I, I that's why I want to get the office alignment for real, but nobody want like nobody wants that. So you know what I'm saying? We went in the trenches. That's how Washington wins, but we're not gonna do it. So hey, be, before we jump off, never though, thought, never thought in the chat, which quarterback do you want? It's coming down to Daniels or May. Which one do you want? Throw it in there real quick. We're gonna do an impromptu poll because I like both, and I feel like Atlanta's gonna get whoever Washington doesn't get unless oh it Washington depends on the coach. It depends on the coach. Oh, dang, Ray went off. It depends on the it depends on the coach, um, the offensive coach, offensive. Hey, Paul, thanks, brother. Coach. Appreciate you. Um, but if it's like if it all right, so I heard Chip Kelly. Like I'm hearing that Chip, like Chip. I'm not he gonna get the job, but if it's Chip Kelly, it's definitely Daniel. It's definitely gonna be Daniel. That's Chip Kelly's. That's the that's a Chip Kelly quarterback. Jada that, Daniels is a, he's a he's a freak. He is awesome. But that's a that's a Chip Daniels. Kelly quarter. Like if if Chip Kelly, if they're gonna and I don't want Chip Kelly, so I'm just putting that out. I don't want Chip Kelly, but if they get Chip Kelly. It ain't gonna be Drake May. That's a now, guarantee. On. You 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 like Belichick. Belichick went on record in saying that Chip Kelly is a offensive genius, if not the best offensive mind he knows. I didn't like it in the NFL. I'm not in for his NFL. It don't work in the NFL. Like that style, right? Race it hurts yeah, your EB, defense. I, I, EB's under contract for 2024, so yeah. it's interesting what they what they do with him. I mean, that's, I feel like, point, but Chris. my favorite quarterback in terms of. The, the playing the position is May. I think May is, okay. is, is it. I think May is it. I don't but think you can go wrong, but if you can't miss, though, you cannot miss. I think May. Yeah, I think May is a guy like he's 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 very comparable to Justin Herbert. If you like Justin Herbert a lot, then I feel like you get May. Mm. Paul Paul just loved to do the Michigan trash. So I don't know why you keep like he we trashed him. He's not. He a second rounder. You want him, but he ain't him. All right, we trashed that dude. All right, all right. Michael Peele is that fit? That mm, so you said Jane Dames too. That's me. That's me and yeah. Glenn. We going. That's a whole nother show, bro. We hey. So far, we got a little more Jane Dames than we do than we do May. Oh, so I said that. No, no, no. Paul, Dude, they say Jane Dames. Paul, that's uh. 
Oh, is that Milton, Paul? You like Milton? <laughs> you said Milton? You like Milton? He said Michigan cheating, bro. <laughs> we ain't cheating. We cheating. Nah, we beat that ass. That's what we did. They suck. <laughs> beat that ass. We exposed your man. That's what we did. We exposed that dude, man. We exposed that dude. Bo Nix is like 80 years old, man. I don't want Bo. He, he's like 80 years old, man. I ain't no Bo Nix. He's like 80 years old, man. No, I went on. Hey, stop it, stop it, bro. Because Corm the same age. Who? Blake Corm? I, I didn't say Corm should be a starter. I didn't say Corm <laughs> ain't playing quarterback. You got it. You got yeah, it. and plus, Corm ain't playing quarterback. That's different. Running <laughs> backs, backs die off in like three years, bro. What are we talking here? He a grown man. <laughs> he, it's a lot of grown men out there playing college football. Right. Today, bro. Marvin. I like that. Oh, you said Marvin. Oh, I like Oh, you know that. Oh, oh it's Marvin. Oh, Paul. I'm sorry. Paul. Now we're talking speed, Paul. Paul, Paul, I apologize. You're my now you're you're in my lane again. Yes, Marvin's special. I would yeah, he wants talking about he wants talking about he wants talking about Phoenix. You thought he's talking about Phoenix? I, I thought so because we always talk about Phoenix. No, he's talking about Marvin Harrison. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Paul. I apologize. I'm sorry. I apologize. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love. <laughs> Through sad oh. years. <laughs> so yeah, man, this has been cool, man. Everybody was shooting the breeze, rapping. You know what I'm saying? Hey, appreciate y'all for checking appreciate in. Appreciate the love, man. For real hey, talk. Hey, listen, next, next week is going to be dope. Whether I'm hearing that is another question, but it's going to yeah. be dope. Trust me. Preparing for the Super Bowl, check in with we, us. Yeah, we, we schedule. I can say it. You know what I'm saying? We trying to schedule. Get uh, Bashar Breeland next week. He, you know, he played against Kyle Shanahan, the, the same two teams playing Super Bowl. He was on that team. Uh, he had an interception in that game. So, yeah, we we, we, we planning to tentatively. He's agreed. So, we're going to have uh, Bashar Breeland on the show. We're going to talk about what to expect from a Kyle Shanahan defense and what he aimed, what he looked for while he played in that same Super Bowl. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. We, 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 we out here working, man. We out here working. Anyway, we're going to close the show out. Hey, before we close this show out, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also follow us on X at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to our Urban Sports and YouTube channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the red subscribe button and like this video that you're watching. Um, also, uh, check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Empire Media at AmpireMedia.com. And this show can be found on the Podcast DC app. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows as well as other great content. Anyway, man, appreciate everybody from tuning in. We do appreciate, appreciate the love. You, bro. Hands down, we do appreciate the love. Anyway, you've been listening to the urban sports saying for ages you dig deuces we are out again we appreciate y'all much love